I wear this sling uh, when I'm out in public so somebody doesn't come up and punch me in the arm. <laughs> but at home, I don't wear it much. So anyway, thought I'd uh, just share with you tonight. There's one verse in Romans chapter 4, verse 3, just uh, the beginning of that verse. says, for what does the scripture say? That's probably the most important, one of the most important uh, questions in the Bible. What does the scripture say? So um, I have a bunch of different subjects that I've studied over the years. Uh, just share a couple of them with you. The spirit of the believer, pre-tribulation rapture, the words would not listen, how uh, that's recorded in the scripture. Um, God has given us the ability to choose the eminence or Jesus Christ could come back at any minute. Um, some of those things. And then I, I put in my um, Bible program under the topics. And then I just list scriptures. I don't really go into the different things, but I just list the scriptures that gave me those convictions and uh, the Lord uh, has helped me to find convictions. I, I remember I went to a Bible school up in New York State called Elohim, which was a, a small Bible school. It was basically built for people who were married. Some of them had kids and they went to school at nights and Saturday morning. So most of them, everybody had a 40 hour job. And anyway, and it was taken off of Philadelphia School of the Bible. So anyway, that, that, uh, helped me with my convictions going through Bible school. And I'll tell you, they haven't really changed a whole lot in 60 years. It's pretty amazing, you know, that, uh, the Lord led me. I could have gone to a goofball Bible school and I'd have still been a goofball. <laughs> but, uh, so I'll, I'll just share with you one of these subjects and some scriptures on it and it's called the indwelling spirit the indwelling spirit look in acts 15 verse 8 acts 15 verse 8 so god who knows the heart acknowledged them by giving them the holy spirit just as he did to us it's talking about when the gentiles got saved there and uh god gave them the holy spirit just as he did to us Back in uh, Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost. So he gave them the Holy Spirit. The next one is in Ro- Romans chapter 5, verse 5. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. So the love of God was put in our hearts the very moment we got saved. And it says, by the Holy Spirit who was given to us, the Holy Spirit, uh, those who have the Holy Spirit, tremendous truth there. Romans 8, verse 9. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is none, He is not his. Otherwise, everybody who is born again, everybody who knows the Lord Jesus has the Holy Spirit living in his heart. Anybody who does not have the Holy Spirit, is not saved. It's just a, a, 
very simple truth there. Let's look at the next couple of verses there in verse 10 and 11. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So the spirit of God in us, the one that raised Jesus from the dead, will also, that's a guarantee that we also be raised from the dead and be with the Lord Jesus forever and ever. So that's a tremendous truth there. Um, Romans 8, 23. <clears throat> Not only that, but we also who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves grown within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. So we have the first fruits of the Spirit. The Spirit of God lives inside of us. That's the first fruits of the Spirit. And we wait eagerly for the Lord Jesus to come back. That's a wonderful truth there. First Corinthians 2, 2, 2, 12, excuse me. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. We've received the Holy Spirit of God that we might know what the scriptures mean. Before I got saved, I had no idea what this Bible was talking about. It just didn't make sense to me. As soon as I got saved, the Holy Spirit taught me what the, what the scriptures mean. And it just had a whole new meaning, whole new outlook in my life. It's just a tremendous blessing there. Chapter uh, 3 of this same book, verse 16. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? He's talking to all the believers here. He says, don't you know that you are the temple of God? The temple of God is these believers walking around this earth. It's not a temple in Jerusalem anymore. But it's that we are the temple of God. We are the temple of God. It says, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you. Tremendous truth. First Corinthians 6, 19. And Paul's trying to reveal to them these truths. And he says, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you? Whom you have from God and you are not your own. But I'll read the next verse too. But you are bought at a price. The precious blood of the Lord Jesus. He paid for us. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirits which are God's. Second Corinthians chapter 1. Verse 22. It's talking about those who are in Christ. And he says, uh, I'll read verse 21 to make it sense. Now he who established us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God, who also has sealed us and given us the spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. You know what guarantees me going to heaven? Spirit of God in me. That's the only thing, the only guarantee I got. But that's a good one. That's a good one. Because he's there and uh, tremendous truth there in Second Corinthians one twenty two. Second Corinthians five. Verse five. Now he has 
prepared us for this very thing. Now, he who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who also has given us the spirit as a guarantee. Just over and over again, these wonderful truths. Galatians chapter 3. Here, Paul asks a question. Chapter 3, verse 2. This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? The obvious answer is by the hearing of faith. He answers that in the next few verses. But it's a hearing of faith. We heard, we heard the word of God and we believed it. We heard the word of God and we believed it. And uh, just, uh, did you receive the spirit by the works of law or by the hearing of faith? It was by the hearing of faith. And then chapter 3, verse 14, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. He answers that question, you received it by faith. He answers that in verse 14, that you might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Chapter 4, verse 6, and because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. See, when I got saved, I cried out, Abba, Father, for the first time in my life. But also the spirit of God who entered me cries out, Abba, Father, Abba, Father. Just a tremendous truth there. Sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Uh, Let's see, where am I at here? I think I missed one. Ephesians 1.13. Pretty easy to follow these two because they're right in order here. Verse 13. I'll start in verse 12 then. That we who first trusted in Christ should be in the praise of his glory. Should be to the praise of it. In whom you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. The very moment we got saved, we were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. His indwelling, but he also sealed us. Sealed us. And that seal is an eternal seal. Cannot be broken. Just a tremendous truth there in Ephesians. And then uh, verse 14. Who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory? So the guarantee of our inheritance is the Holy Spirit. That's a, that's quite a guarantee. That's quite a guarantee. Praise the Lord for that. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16. That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. So in times of difficulty and stuff, we're strengthened by his spirit that lives inside of us. We're strengthened by his spirit that lives inside of us. Chapter 4, verse 30. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. How can we grieve the Holy Spirit of God? By sinning. He says, don't do that. It grieves the Spirit of God who lives in us. He says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Yes, we were sealed for the day of redemption. It's talking about when we get our new body. The seal. Is for us until we get our new body. The day of redemption is when we get our new body. And that's tremendous truth. First Thessalonians 4.8. It's talking about believers and 
uh, the purity of life as far as sexual things go. And then verse 8, it says, Therefore, he who rejects this does not reject man, but God, who has also given us his Holy Spirit. He has given us his Holy Spirit. Second Thessalonians 1.14. Oops. Second Thessalonians, Second Timothy 1.14. Can't read. Second Timothy 1.14. He's challenging Timothy here, uh, walk with the Lord, hold fast, a pattern of the sound words. And then in verse 14 says, that good thing which was committed to you, keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. Every believer, every believer on this whole wide world is indwelt by the Holy Spirit. James chapter 4, verse 5. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously? Otherwise, if I'm going to walk away from the Lord, uh, he's jealous. The spirit of God is in me jealous. And he, he wants me to walk with him who dwells in us. I think that's the spirit of God who dwells in us yearns jealously. And then first John, we're slow on turning pages here. <laughs> 220. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. The anointing there is explained. It's the Holy Spirit. We have the anointing in, in chapter 2, verse 27. says, but the anointing which you have received from him abides in you. The anointing is the Holy Spirit. He abides in you. And you do not need that anyone teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, and is true and not a lie, and just as it has taught you, you'll abide in him. And then verse chapter 324, same. Now he who keeps his commandments abides in him and he in him. And by this, we know that he abides in us by the spirit whom he has given us, by the spirit whom he has given us. And one more, chapter 4, verse 13. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us. We know we're saved, basically. We abide in Christ and he's in us because he has given us of his spirit. Uh, I learned this many, many years ago. And uh, when my kids were in high school, I'd never taught them this. And uh, the Lord kind of said, John, you need to talk to your kids and teach them this. Because they can get all goofed up. You know, if you don't have the Holy Spirit right, you can get into all kinds of goofy things. But this is, is kind of foundational. So I taught my kids when they're in high school. And you know, my kids are still going. So I thank the Lord for it. Anyway, remember, those who know the Lord Jesus have the Spirit of God in them. And you've been sealed with the Holy Spirit. And the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is going to raise us from the dead. Praise the Lord.